This is just part of my book collection. Uh, I've got all kinds of stuff here. The Werewolf by Montague Summers. This is great. There's lots of great werewolf stories in here, all documented, all true. And um, there's one in particular that's great where they're looking for this guy who's accused of being a werewolf, and he comes out of this clearing shaking a baby in his mouth. That's pretty cool.
Okay. All right. Fucking here we go again. What's going on there, party people of the world? Um, I have with me a very special guest, an individual who has been in my life uh, since the third grade. Um, I met him when during a uh, recess excursion, and we've been uh, pretty much life partners this uh, uh, this entire uh, lifetime. Uh, you might remember, excuse me, excuse me, oh, I haven't yeah. fucking right. introduced you yet, so just please be quiet until I fucking do the thing and then you come in, okay? Back okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so this, you might remember this individual from a couple episodes ago uh, where I explained my whole uh, racial thing uh, where I wasn't allowed over his house <laughs> because of a, of a, of a douchebag or whatever. Please welcome... One of my dearest, dearest friends, Craig. <laughs> you can actually hear the air leaving the balloon right now. <laughs> oh my God. What's up, Craig? Everybody was expecting somebody way cooler to arrive. No, no, no. no. You're, 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 to, to tell you the truth, people were like waiting for you to come on their show. Right. So, right. I'm sure. <laughs> So how you been, man? How is this whole pandemic treating you? You know, like everybody else, I guess. Uh, just went back to work like a week ago, so that was kind of weird after being home for, what, two and a half months or something, working from home. Really? But, uh, yeah. Expound on that. Uh, so I was working from home because <laughs> there was like this virus going around. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about it. <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've just been going to work every day. Yeah, so. you know that is that's true. Some of the people I worked with were going to work every day too. But I was just getting up at like five minutes before I had to uh, do any kind of work in my pajamas and just going into the office right across from the bedroom and just so, working from there. So people in your company were still going to work, and you were working from home. Yeah, I mean. Were, were they like, you know, was like everybody working and they were just like, you know, let's just uh, tell Craig to stay home. Yeah, that actually, that was the whole excuse. The entire company was still there except me. <laughs> they didn't know how to, <laughs> they didn't know how to have that conversation about like personal hygiene with me. So they just had, <laughs> made up this elaborate hoax and had to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. Yeah. We're here to discuss a, f a couple things here. Um, you know, we, we've been lifelong uh, friends. And uh, in that time, we've been into, like, all these, you know, crazy things uh, together, and, you know, in, in the world or whatever. One of those things, um, uh, one of those uh, people that we've looked up to, um, his birthday is actually today. Um, would you happen to know whose birthday it is today, Craig? Hmm. Uh, give me, give me some kind of a hint here. Uh, fucking Glenn Allen Anzalone. <laughs> You're dying. To drop that name for you. <laughs> From Lodi, uh, New Jersey. One dozen burrito. Uh, Glenn Danzig. Uh, turns a ripe uh, 65 years old today uh, during uh, recording this episode. Um, so I just wanted to, like, since, like, he's been a pivotal 
uh, figure in our lives. Like, just wanted to discuss, like, what has Glenn Danzig, like, meant to you in your life, you know? <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be, like, an essay. Danzig. I would have come more prepared. But, so. No, but I mean, like, what have you? What are your favorites of his? Like, what do you, you know, what are you into? Are you a big fan of Veronica? You know, <laughs> I, actually, after after I've heard, you know, your review of it, like what you've had to say about that whole experience, I yeah. do, I do really want to see it. I know it's not going to recreate the magic no. of actually being there, um, <laughs> opening night or whatever. But I, I want to see what this shit's all about. <laughs> yeah, yeah that that was that was certainly an experience, like a, an experience where like everybody that was there for that premiere was like you know like uh, that the shared hallucination, right. uh, you know, philo- uh, whatever. The, uh, when people are all like, when they all see like a UFO together, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's what that night was, you know. But I remember, like, about a year ago. Actually, a year ago is when I saw Veronica and actually shook hands with Danzig, which was an awkward uh, experience. Because um, I, I don't know if you've ever touched somebody's hands that are, like, they have long fingernails. And you go to, like, high-five them or handshake them. And, like, their their fingernails dig into your hand. And it's almost like that, like, knee-jerk reaction or whatever. Like, erotic. <laughs> like, very erotic. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just super weird and uh yeah like it, it was like i was like oh my god I, I need to shake hands with this guy he's been like in my life this whole time and then like to have that happen it was just super awkward I, but I, I feel like it's always weird though to throw in there like you know this this guy's been in your life you know for as long as you can remember like leaving yeah. an impression you know but you were never in that guy's life <laughs> at all <laughs> right you know, so it's like, hey, man, and, you know, he's, he's just like, all right, you know. But honestly, like, dude, like, I mean, you know how I feel about the band Burn. Right. Um, I'm actually, like, friends with him on, on with Chaka Malik on uh, Instagram. And, like, he'll, like, like, I, I just posted a thing today um, on, like, you know, Elena and I's uh, 14th uh, anniversary, which is actually today as well. Congratulations. Um, why, thank you. Thank you, kind sir. <laughs> um, and he actually liked that post. And I was like, holy shit, Chaka Malik from Burn like, liked my goddamn post. So it was just, it's so crazy to me. Um, so it's just like these people, like they just have a, an effect on our lives. And, you know, like it's it just, you know, they, they have multiple fans out there that have that. So I don't know, maybe it's weird, like on, on their part where they, they have to acknowledge that they have all these fans that like have these personal experiences with with their songs or whatever, you know. I guess they don't really have to. I guess, right? No, but, I guess not. But a lot of a lot of us, a lot of them do. So but how I, would you how would you feel if Glenn Danzig liked that post? I mean, I would be fucking blown away. Like, like I would just be the like, same the same way that you're yeah. blown away. Yeah, yeah, like like, but that's the thing with with Chaco. Like, I hope to have Chaco on the show one day. Like that would like be the pinnacle, and then I could just retire from life, you know. But, um, but yeah, it's like on the same level. Like if Mike Patton, like liked my post, I'd be like, holy shit, that's fucking crazy. Fucking Mike Patton. Yeah. You know, but no, like if you remember, like, I think the first time I was exposed to Danzig's music, uh, was early on when Aaron gave me Aaron Bressler, uh, when he gave me a mixtape of, uh, it had Sam Hain on it. Yeah. Um, and that's the very first time I ever heard, you know, like what Danzig is or whatever. 
And then, like I like, uh, I think around the same time, I watched the movie Howard the Duck, and <laughs> I didn't expect that one. Yeah, well, so like in the movie, the girl, uh, what, what's her name? The fucking the girl from Back to the Red Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um, God. I, I'm God. Fuck. God damn it. I probably won't even remember any of like the games that we discuss. I'll have to be like, <laughs> that guy with the square head jumping around. Yeah. God, it'll it'll come back to me. But anyway, like she she's like the love interest. Like she's Howard yeah. the Duck's love interest in the movie. Underrated and, movie, by the way. I, I, oh I my think god, it, I think he gets shit on way too much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I think it's movie. real. Um, but she's carrying along her uh, guitar case, and one of the stickers on the guitar is the Misfits. So it just always stuck in my head. I was like, oh, I wonder what that is or whatever, you know. And then um, when Aaron like told me this is, you know, this this band uh, Sawin, like you call it Sawin, is on this uh, mixtape, and it's actually Glenn Danzig from the Misfits. It was like, huh, you know. And then I believe you, sir, were the first out of you and me who bought the first uh, the Danzig One album. I was I was um, waiting until you gave me credit for that. <laughs> well, I mean, so you had the Danzig One album, yeah. and then you also had that awesome VHS that we watched, like mm. you know, ad nauseum, whatever, because it was just so fucking amazing. So it was like I would come over and, like, you know, um, I think there was a time you like let me borrow uh, the cassette of Danzig One, and then like I just put it all together. It was like uh, so it was Sam Hain for me first, and then it was uh, Danzig One. And then I went back to listen to the Misfits because Misfits, like my first exposure technically was Garage Days Revisited from Metallica when they put that out and they, they covered Green Hell yeah. and Last Caress. So it was yeah, like, too, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, we, like, we heard that, but we didn't know like, oh my God, this is from this or whatever, you know? Yeah. So it was like putting all the pieces of the puzzle together. And then when I first heard the Misfits, oh my God, I, um, I, I got walk among us that was the uh the, the first tape that i got because out of all the tapes it looked like it, it was the safest or whatever it, it just had the the picture of the band and then like the the aliens coming down or whatever so i just fell in love with that album and then i, I kind of went back and listened to their stuff and then of course by then we were steeped in like danzig stuff like we just loved danzig we got lucifuge and then uh danzig three and you yeah. know so um I think, like, out of the both of us, like, you know, like, I, I just remember being in the car with you and, like, you, you just belting, you know, fucking uh, Danzig songs, you know, at the top of your lungs or whatever. <laughs> so, like, you know, the man has meant a lot to us or whatever. So oh, I was yeah. wondering, like, do you have any favorites? Like, is there, like, like, personally, me, my favorite Danzig album is the first one because I think front to back is just a masterpiece. And then my favorite Danzig song from that album is She Rides. Um, because it's got all these like things attached to it you know uh, watching that video for the first time at your house like during like puberty or whatever you know <laughs> you can stop the story right there don't go into, don't go into any details <laughs> don't go any into any details of that. Your, your audience is going to leave you immediately <laughs> 20 minutes in and we're talking about puberty and dancing <laughs>
for me like that's um that song and that album is like big time for me you know like i, I love she rides and then um i think lucifuge is the first danzig album that i bought like you know like on my own or whatever i didn't have to borrow it from anybody and i just remember listening to that album like as soon as i got home and it just felt so different from the first danzig album it was yeah. like a lot more bluesy you know that's actually um, my, i think if i had to pick a favorite i think lucifuge is probably it yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's your favorite song off of Lucifuge? Well, it starts off great. I mean, you got like well, bodies is on there, correct? No, no. Wait, is that three? <laughs> That's three, bro. No. So, um, <laughs> like I said, I cannot bring names of anything to my the uh, the first two songs on that. Um, on that. Long way back from hell is the That's, first song. Yes. Off of Luc- Lucifer, and then it goes right into Snakes right. of Snakes Christ, fantastic. Which, yeah, that that's actually my favorite song from Lucifer. I love Killer Wolf, but I felt oh, play that song to death. Uh, also, uh, Juju Bone was fantastic on that on Lucifer oh. too. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My papers mixed up. <laughs> We're actually not real dancing fans. <laughs> we just have all this shit written down. <laughs> oh my god! Like Neil's but um, but no, like uh, you know, like uh, my favorite off of Lucifuge, um, like you said, is uh, Snakes of Christ because that song is a goddamn masterpiece. It's um, um, and then like Danzig Three came out, and uh, How the Gods Kill 
just like that song the way that it starts and then it goes into all that crazy stuff and then it comes back down again it's just like a, a fucking masterpiece of a, of a song um yeah. i didn't enjoy that one as much overall that's where it started to take oh, really for me because i like danzig at his most po- like powerful and yeah then they got into a little more like meandering melodic kind of stuff in that on that uh cd yeah you know, yeah, and then he kind of strayed away from like the bluesy. I mean, it was still kind of bluesy, but to your point, it was like I think he was experimenting with more, like yeah. the that song Sistinas uh, off of uh, Danzig Three. I love that song, but it's like so different from you know any of the previous stuff. You know, yeah. If you look, you'll see that I'm a lonely one. I lost my soul deep inside. Oh, and it's all black and cold deep inside. And then, of course, Danzig 4. I think, for me, that's when it kind of, like, the, the train started slowing down. The, da- the Danzig train, you know. Um, and then, yeah. of course... Uh, so you kind of sit back and you're like, well... <laughs> I mean, I like it. But you hear the butt in there. But... <laughs> like, there's some great fucking tracks off of that yeah, album. You know, but, like... It I think that's... Tank. It, wasn't, it was no Black Acid Devil, you know. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Black Acid Devil was was Black Acid Devil. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but no, isn't isn't uh, Danzig Four like when he fired like his whole band or whatever? Probably. I don't know. There's there's <laughs> so much drama um, in the whole discography of <laughs> the entire you know? <laughs> discography. Um, but you know, I just wanted to acknowledge his birthday because uh, it's like on the same day that we're recording this. Um, because, like, you know, Veronica be damned, uh, you know, uh, all that stuff be damned. Like, I think, personally, uh, you can't discount, like, the Misfits. You can't discount, like, the early years of Danzig. Um, you cannot discount, uh, discount, dis, uh, discount? <laughs> you can't dis- <laughs> The more you say it, the weirder it gets. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, 
you can't discount uh, him in the prophecy too. You know, as one of right. the fucking dark angels. Yeah. That was the high point <laughs> of Danzig's career. Right. Seriously, like, man, I don't know if you remember watching it and being yeah. like, holy shit. Fucking I was like, oh, sh- Danzig's in this. This is the whole reason I watched the movie. <laughs> um, but I figured, you know, I think it, it was like uh, a cool thing to just bring Danzig up because I think, you know, like Mike we actually and- saw The Misfits last year. Yeah. That was a fucking mind blowing experience. That was know? great. All around. Yeah. It was weird, like getting snow on that day and shit, but. Dude, that was the craziest small day. Thing, it was just a great memory altogether because yeah. of all that shit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking had to whip my hair back and forth uh, during uh, fucking Vampira, you know. <laughs> it's pretty great, and he had to uh, poor that poor old fella, you know, having a hit his, um, you know, little uh, throat lozenge spray, whatever dude, the hell. But- that shit. I don't know, like, what he did, but he sounded great, like, during the songs. And then, like, when he's talking, it was like... (laughs) It was just so weird. Full Danzig would come back, like, he'd he'd turn into Mumra, like, during the the songs, like, immediately the flight afterwards. (laughs) Like, immediate, like, as soon as the notes stopped playing, like... Immediately just keel over, like, and came back to life. (laughs) But regardless, great show. Um, You met my friend, uh, Derek... Carry, um, yeah. so that was awesome. That was a good experience, uh, and like the fact that he was like, "Dude, come over here," and it, like you know, we were closer. Yeah, uh, we a sick shot of the stage from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was cool. That was really cool. Um, but I'm sorry, you were gonna mention something. Oh yeah. So you know, I guess to break the illusion, I did know it was um, Danzig's birthday today. You know, <laughs> if I fooled you. But... <laughs> <laughs> you want to make that known, right? I just want to make that known. But uh, yeah, so I did a quick uh, internet search before because you know I just threw in Glenn Danzig, right? Just uh-huh. to see if it was kind of you know, if out in the world today, people are still keeping an eye on Glenn Danzig to see like okay, <laughs> we got any Google hits on this today or whatever. And, I think uh, he's like the fifth like hit. Like if you if you if you just type in Glenn, yeah, like the Google searches go down, and then he's yeah, like the like fifth one slopes, or something, you know. <laughs> it used to be top and then like you, you dropped down to five or six or something <laughs> what immediately came up which i clicked on for a few minutes at work um was like uh it was like glenn, uh, glenn danzig pictures of glenn danzig's shitty house oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like he's putting it up for sale i guess and i don't know if this is like old huh. i didn't check the date or anything so i could be you know coming across like a complete ass right now hmm. but it was just, so I'm like, oh, I have to check this out. And he's like, yeah, he does not care. He's like selling his house for $1.5 million or it's on the market for that right now. Dude, I would and, totally uh, buy that house. Yeah, well, until you see the inside of it. So, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you click all these pictures and it's like this, um, you know, like those solder book ca- uh, bookcases made of like particle board and stuff that everybody- Yeah. It's like one of those with fucking, you know, boxes of Frankenberry and shit like stuffed in there. It oh is like God. it's like disgustingly dirty, and it, it looks like um like a house that, you know, if you and I at like eighteen found this like abandoned building that we can make into like a fort or like a you know a new uh, a new or a ninja or a ninja club. club. Yeah, <laughs> what it would end up looking like, just like you know, fucking half eaten food wrappers <laughs> everywhere. Like oh my God, there's up porn mags in the corner. You know, like. <laughs> oh my oh God. My God. But the weird part was, because I remember seeing, 
pictures of Glenn, um, you know, back in his heyday, like posing in front of his house with like stained yeah, glass yeah. shit out front and everything. And yeah. you can see this, you know, it's weird seeing the inside all shitty, like this, like sixties kind of look that hasn't been renovated yet, but yeah. there was those nice stained glass windows in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You but you know, it it's pretty, uh, disheartening. I will say, like, it's funny that, like, we mentioned uh, the Ninja Club in passing because we, I just had an episode about Ninja 3 The Domination. And I talked about, like, how we used to go to Oriental Imports and, like, buy, like, all this Ninja stuff. And, like, you're one of the founders of the Ninja Club that we made up back then, you know. Uh, To be fair, there's only, like, one other member, right? Like, uh, Bryce. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, one of Bryce's friends, Sam. Always tried to like get in, but like we were like, nope, like you, you know, it's got a three member uh, limit. You know, <laughs> you have to wait till one of us dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but that's hilarious. Um, so anyway, yeah, happy birthday to uh, Glenn Allen Anzalone, otherwise known as uh, Glenn Danzig um, from Lodi, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> or Lottie or Lodi, I don't know. Yeah. Um, saying it with such confidence, I just assume that's how you said it. <laughs> I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his last name, but I figure Enzaloni, you know. Yeah. Um, nice. But uh, uh, one thing I wanted to mention is um, he's uh, he's like, it's crazy. Like all these people that we've always been into, people that we've always looked up to, like throughout all our lives, as we get older, they also get older. Like, that's how, I guess, time fucking goes. That's right? how it works, I think, yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy to think as, like, fucking Glenn Danzig as, like, a senior citizen now. And, like, he's able to get all these discounts. And it's just, I don't know, it blows my mind sometimes, you know. And then you look in the mirror and, the, and you realize, like, oh, shit, I've, I've pretty much followed along. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, at, at least you did, you know. <laughs> By the way, I failed to mention that uh, this is Craig, my old friend here. Old. It's weird because he's like years and years ahead of me, yet we were in the same class. <laughs> it's really weird how that worked. Speaking of <laughs> old. <just> back. <laughs> Speaking of old, um, the real like meat and potatoes of this episode is uh, it happens to be you know June 3rd. I believe, uh, looking at my notes here, <laughs> um, June 3rd is the 60th, let me repeat that, the fucking 60th anniversary of Sega. Sega challenges you with the ultimate video game, the Sega Master System, with twice as much memory as any other video game. Advanced video technology like scrolling backgrounds, graphics in 64 colors, digital sounds, light phasers and you can add to the excitement with sports pads control sticks and the first video games ever in 3d sega's the one the sega master system the challenge will always be there like that's fucking great like um and i wasn't even i was just minding my own business and like uh you know like a porno it just hit me in the face like uh i'm I'm like on google one day and uh fucking sega You're just on Google <laughs> trying to pay your bills. And then all of a sudden, a porno comes up. <laughs> it just fucking smacked me in the face. 
um, that Sega is like 60 years old uh, this month, this year, you know. So I reached out to you and I was like, dude, we got to make a show about our favorite Sega games. Um, and I know it's like straying away from the, the recipe of film deviant or whatever, if there is one. But it like I'd be remiss if we didn't pause for a second and discuss some of our favorite Sega games. So you made you made a video game joke here too. I know. I don't even I don't even know what I did, but I did it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Between pornos and stuff, I, I don't know where I went. But just a, a brief history of Sega. It was started on June 3rd. It was founded on June 3rd, 1960 mm. by uh, two white men, two Americans, two U.S. natives <laughs> named Martin Bromley and Richard Stewart. I did not even know that. Yeah. Like all this time we're thinking it's a Japanese, yeah. uh, you know, company, but that didn't come until much later. Mm. Um, yeah. So it was founded by these two gentlemen. Uh, back in 1960, they didn't actually start getting into the console game until 1983 uh, when they introduced the SG-1000. Um, I didn't even know what the fuck that was. I was like, I think we had the uh, the Atari Gemini at the time, uh, which my mom got like at Kmart or something. You had an um, Atari Gemini? We did. It's yeah, like that... I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> That was the first one. And I remember buying a fuck because that's when I was watching all these ninja movies. I remember buying a, like there was some uh, ninja game like uh, I think it was I want to say it was Chuck Norris's Oct The Octagon like on vi in video game format or whatever. And I, I had my mom buy it, but it wasn't like a fucking Atari game. I think it was like a Coleco game or something. And I remember going home and trying to fit it into my console and it wouldn't fit. So I took my mom's scissors. And I cut the fucking uh, the chip inside to make it fit. <laughs> oh God, that is such a Brian move, right? But when I when I hit uh, play or whatever, when I hit on, when I pushed the, the the cartridge into it, there was like a like a weird picture of like uh, like a digital Chuck Norris or whatever. Like Just you frozen. You you've you actually confused the cartridge itself. Like for a second, like, <laughs> I know, right? I think I can. I think I can get this to work. <laughs> Thing actually fried. <laughs> so that's what we had um, around that time, I think. And then in 1986, it was actually released in 1985. But in 1986, in America, in the U.S. shores. The Master System, which was known in Japan as the Mark III, was unleashed onto uh, unsuspecting Americans, including us. Because I, I remember, I don't even know if it was me that was like into it. Like I think um, after the the Atari Gemini happened, you know, we started seeing all these like uh, commercials for you know back then, like the fucking Sega commercials were like in your face. Um, oh yeah. Or actually. I don't even know if it was like during that time with the Master System or if it started with the Genesis. I think it was more so with the Genesis with that like late 80s, early 90s marketing. Yeah. Like, why the system or go fuck yourself? Like, really, <laughs> you know? But it was like that whole Sega, you know, yeah. like, in your fucking yeah. face. Totally. You know? yeah. So anyway, like that was my first venture into this 
crazy you know video game console like market or whatever because I, I think around the same time uh nes released like their thing or whatever and then in 1989 that's when shit really got real uh they dropped unto us the fucking sega genesis which changed the fucking game as anybody ever even understood it to be and so it was late in the 20th century that a pox fell upon the land a plague of home videos that were limited in intelligence. There was brain drain, and terminal boredom swept the countryside. The maker looked down and was not pleased by what he saw, and said, this is not good. And so it was, he brought forth Genesis, a system with twice the power, twice the intelligence, twice the challenge, Twice the fun. Only a chosen few were called forth to experience this new dimension of high-definition graphics and stereo sound. And the maker saw what he had done and said, Now that, that's not bad. Discover Genesis and your world will never be the same. Um, it was also known as the Mega Drive in Japan. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, so it was released in Japan the year before 1988, and then it made it in, onto our shores as the Genesis, and it was fucking no turning back from there, man. Like, it was no snail games, like, on this <laughs> thing. It was just like, you know, I think the first game that we got for it was Altered Beast. Oh, yeah. And I just remember, like, being blown away, like, holy shit, what, is, what are we doing? Like, what's going on here, you know? Um, it's on my list right here, Brian. Nice. What, what but before we get to that, let yeah, me just run, run down this very important run fucking it, timeline here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then after that, they decided to get into the handheld market because I think Nintendo released the Game Boy. Yeah. And, like, when in 1990, Sega released the Game Gear, my brother fucking wanted that thing. I, I didn't care. Like, I was more, like, into the Genesis games or whatever. But he really wanted the Game Gear. I think he ended up getting it. I'm not too sure. But I don't think, like, Sega ever, like, got the same traction that uh, the Game Boy did. Because the Game oh, Boy was close. just, like, yeah, like, that That was just, like, off and running. And I think that's really what propelled uh, Nintendo, like, during those years or whatever. And then, <laughs> after the then. fucking Game Gear, <laughs> is when shit started to go south for Sega, unfortunately. I fucking love, I'm a big Sega fan from back in the day. So it, it pains me to, like you know like go into these years because it was quite troubling for these guys it was almost like the coke the coke years for the for the sega company or whatever the van damme um, coke years yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but for sega you know they they released in 1992 uh the sega cd which uh let me pause here for silence because that thing i think uh what, what was that fucking game Dude, that I, came out I'd you know what say what you will I had fantastic memories I didn't say it was worth <laughs> the price of admission mind you I say that. but the Sega CD and the 32X Adam, yeah well let me fuck. just add that was around 92 and 94 so I believe you were heavily into pharmaceutical hallucinogens back then <laughs> yeah my pharmaceutical hallucinogens years <laughs> <laughs> So that I might have really skewed loved, your view. I just really loved Sewer Shark for some reason. I have no idea why. It just really what, grew up. What's that game uh, with uh, Dana Plato? <laughs> the one that she was in that caused all this controversy. 
Um, yeah, that one. That I remember that one being like a big. You I, know, I just I just repurchased it on uh, my Nintendo Switch. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it like authentic, like it was back then? Yeah, I mean, I you know, as I do, I played it for five minutes <laughs> just for a quick nostalgia factor. But uh, from what I saw so far, yeah, you know, it holds up. Then there's oh that weird. One, well, I went on a uh, on a tangent, but then there's the odd one that came after that too. That alt that had a. Uh, one of the Corys that I always get mixed up. Corey oh, Hame. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I think it was Corey Ham that yeah, was on. That one. Uh, they have they have that one on the Switch too, which I haven't purchased yet. I've never played that one. So. That's crazy. Um, so, like you mentioned, the 32X came out, which was a, a Genesis add-on, and like you, you can kind of feel like I, I think that's around the time when uh, the PlayStation came out. Like that's like I think if it were not for the PlayStation. I think we'd be having a different conversation with Sega right now because yeah, it put the pressure on with the Saturn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really slowed things down because in 1995, when Sega released the Saturn, um, I think people were just like on board with PlayStation. Like that was just the next level. You know, there was Nintendo, of course, and Nintendo was always there. Like even now, um, like my son owns a Switch. Like I've always seen just like Nintendo in the picture, whether it's this or that or kind you know, of their own the, thing. Yeah, point, they're totally their own world. They're totally like I think it like when they released the Wii, the N Nintendo Wii, like it was just it was evident to see that they were in their own fucking they were doing their own thing and nobody was gonna like duplicate them or whatever. Like you had Xbox, you have uh, Sony and all that stuff, but like Nintendo has their own little niche, and I think that's what they've always been known for, you know. But I will say. You never had to fucking blow in a Sega cartridge to make it work. So, you know. Did you ever have to know. turn a Sega a system upside down to get the no. CD to nope. work either? Nope. Well, there you, there you, there you have no. it. You heard it here first. Quality, uh, <laughs> <laughs> quality products from Sega. Unfortunately, some of the later stuff never caught on. Like, the, like I said, the Sega Saturn in 1995, that sort of like, that was the beginning of the end for Sega. Yeah. David. Um, my brother... My brother Bryce, he was fucking <clears throat> balls deep, like all in oh, yeah. on the fucking Sega Dreamcast when that shit dropped in 1999. Shenmue was like the game that was going to revolutionize everything, <laughs> if you remember that. Um, but I was a huge fucking Dreamcast. Like Bryce actually was the one that ended up purchasing the Dreamcast. And when I saw it, and you had these little like uh, pets that you had to like feed yeah. and like you know, v like what are they? VMU, VMU. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, some like some, that. Something like, around with yeah. Yeah, I, I mean nobody gives a fuck right now. <laughs> yeah. I like, but, I, I like, but some dude, Tamagotchi. I fucking love. Like, if you think about it, they were so cutting edge, like ahead of their time with all these concepts with the Dreamcast, and not to mention like the fucking gameplay was amazing and the graphics were amazing. It just like it just I don't think it ever found its audience really you know if, if, um, it found one with me i was like heavily into fantasy star online for like a year yeah that was good that was great <laughs> <laughs> and for like a whole year. all those first all those first line games you know I that, it was I like, love, I, loved I, it, man. I, I had my own um my own phone line in my bedroom at my parents apartment just <laughs> the Dreamcast. yeah like you were 36 and yeah, then, it was know. last year. <laughs> I just got my podcast <laughs> last year. <laughs> Five bucks. <laughs> There's something um, I could hook it up to, but dude, I still have the Dreamcast at home. 
Um, Do you? Yeah, like I, I still I still like hook it up and play it every now and then, and I still have like Bryce's like library, like because you know the reason why Bryce isn't on this show, and I'm sure he'll like listen to it or whatever. But like he's just so like heartbroken with Sega, and you can't blame him. Like the the path that like and like I don't know like Sega really isn't the blame. It's not like their fault that nobody wanted to fucking you know like hop on the Sega bus or whatever. Well, they fucked up with the Saturn pretty bad. Well, I mean, yeah, and, <laughs> and for me anyway, it started with the like. I, I ne- we never got the. I think you're the one that had the Sega CD. Like, I don't think we ever got. Yeah, that one. no. I, well, that was so. That was the little that little half year, year, whatever it was. Right. The Genesis to the Saturn. They were they were kind of harping the 32X and the Sega CD is like, well, you know, if you can't afford the Sega Saturn when that comes out, or if you if you get all these add-ons for your Genesis, it's going to bring it up. To almost the same power and we're, and we're gonna right. like support that shit with like all kinds of games and everything and i'm like you know i i bought that hook line and sinker i'm like all right i'm just gonna jam this thing in my genesis that i you know traded away uh twenty three thousand dollars worth of comics to get <laughs> <You know? laughs> that, which is unbelievable like yeah my ass, no, yeah like... my entire my entire collection at the time like worth so much money in, Did, uh, didn't you fucking sell that that like sweet Punisher one that I got you? Like I totally that, did. that was kind of yeah that was like a low point in my life. I'm not proud <laughs> I did that. I had I had the addiction. I needed that you know that Sega in my veins at the time. <laughs> for 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 the listeners at home, just so they have some context, I fucking went out of my way. I, wasn't it signed too? Like didn't I get like Mike Zek to sign it and everything? Um, uh, yeah. Well. I actually I got him to sign it. Oh, that's right, right, right. So I I, I got it for you. Yeah, and he was and then, about it. He's like, oh, this copy has like a crease in it, but I guess I'll sign it. <laughs> what like, a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, fuck, fuck, right. <laughs> These, nobody's fucking <laughs> listening to this show, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, like that's fuck, so for somebody like an artist, right? To say, like, think about that. Like, that's why I've I've always like you know I'm gonna go on on a limb. And just briefly discuss my um, my distaste, if you will, for Sir Alec Guinness, who plays Obi Wan from uh, Star Wars. Like he's like this renowned actor, and he's always been known for like stage work and being just like this upper class like actor or whatever. But he didn't really get famous until he starred in a little movie called Star Wars as Obi Wan Kenobi. So later on, when people would come up to him for autographs for for Obi Wan Kenobi. He was real dismissive with like uh, fans or whatever, so he would just be like, "Oh, like well, you know, you you," like he would just be like he would belittle like kids or whatever because like he just didn't want to be known for that or whatever. So when when like somebody that has a little bit of fame or whatever, like kind of does shit like that, it just fucking irks me. Like so when Mike Zeg did that to you, like uh, you know. Now that I'm thinking about it too, I wonder um, who's the dude that did the um, the coloring. He was like the airbrush artist. He did a lot of like the, uh, the those Punisher covers. It was yeah. Mike Zeck and was it Paul Zimmerman? Zimmerman? Yes. Yep. It might have been him. Oh, I'm <laughs> I, sorry, I, Mike Zeck. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> it was one. One of them was a dick. I'm not sure which one it is. <laughs> By default, they both get off scot free because there's a little. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, they each signed it, and one of them was a complete dick. Gotcha. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, My apologies to Mike Zek if he like, happens them. upon us. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them all. <laughs> uh, 
but anyway, you sold your fucking comic yeah. book collection to get the right. 32X or whatever. Yeah, the fuck. it was. Well, to be fair, it was for okay. So it was for a Sega Genesis. Okay. Complete with a game that we're probably going to bring up after. So okay. I'm not going to tell you what game it is because I think you may have uh, you may want to mention it also. But it was uh, one game, a Sega Genesis, and I also ended up getting a Turbo Duo. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, yeah you I had. Wish I still had. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you. You you were the only one like in the city that had, like the yeah. Turbo Duo. I didn't. To be honest, like before, I just handed over the entire comic collection. I had no idea that a Turbo Duo even existed until the yeah. kid offered it to me, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm down with that." Yeah, me like so, so next adventure. So we pretty much ran through the history of Sega. Mm-hmm. Like actually, I, I looked it up today, and actually they're they're thriving right now, and that's why they're able to do, uh, to release the nostalgic console concept or whatever, where you buy like this like Genesis or whatever, and it's it comes preloaded. So you're basically buying an emulator um, with all these preloaded yeah. uh, Sega games from well, like, Maze of Your or whatever. Did you right, see right. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah, those yeah. Things. Yeah, and, and like, but the, the point is like. They're they're probably never going to get back into the console game or the console market yep. again or whatever. Forehead. But they're actually, um, I think they posted like earnings last year, best in like the twenty, you know, yep. the, the the twenty year drought that they've had or whatever. <laughs> is that all? Is that all because of the Gen- the Sega Genesis Mini? For the most part, no, no, no. It's it's because they got into like you know developing games and things like that. So um, I think uh, I'm not sure. You know who the people are that ended up buying Sega. You could probably just look it up if you go on Google. But I think they were smart with investing certain things, and they got into that game developing market or whatever. And now they just release games, and they've actually because before, if you remember, like Sega was super exclusive, so it's like they 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 didn't want to play with anybody. You know, so if like. If uh, Nintendo was releasing Mortal Kombat on their platform, like Sega would have theirs, but Sega's was full of blood and things like that. You know what I mean? So they they just stayed away from, you know, like coexisting with other brands or whatever. And now that they're doing that, now that they're actually releasing their library to people like fucking Nintendo and, you know, everybody, um, I think they're really thriving and, you know, doing better these years than they were like back then when they were trying to be cutting edge and come out with all these crazy concepts, you know? Yeah. But anyway, without further ado, uh, let's reveal our top five. And uh, mine isn't in any kind of order. It's just in like a random order. But these are top five games that meant a lot to me growing up. Um, so we'll just go back and forth. Like you you let me know uh, yeah. one of yours and I'll, I'll show you one of mine and you show me one of yours. You know? I think that's a great idea. Now, see, I didn't have any idea it was top five. So I just have like actually seven written down. Sure. Okay. That's <laughs> but- great. But I don't have anything beyond that. But I can, you know, I can join in yeah. to your uh, conversation, of course. But um, so uh, I don't want to start with here. I'm gonna go with the one that I think we're gonna share. Okay. All right. Uh, and a real easy one that I mentioned before. So Altered Beast. Rise from your grave. The that Sega, is, Sega Genesis pack-in. That one is actually on my honorable mentions list. Okay. And I'll tell you why, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just move on to my pick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, no, my, my first memories of Altered Beasts is actually in the arcades, where I was like, you, do you remember those cabinets? 
Yep. They're pretty sick. And then, you know, walking by and seeing this like transforming man uh, turn into like a were dragon or yep. a wolf or whatever, and yep. then howling. And I'd be like, holy shit, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. The howling is what always got me. Yeah, it's like yeah. You're walking by and you hear that howling. It's like, what the hell yeah. is that? And here, all the way down into the mall from the arcade, <laughs> <laughs> the Harbor Mall, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. You, you were down in Zare. Not, not Zare. <laughs> fucking uh, Bradley's. And you heard it like the howl all the way down to Bradley's. <laughs> that might that might have actually um, been later on in the in the arcade life cycle. I don't know that Harbor Mall had that. I think Harbor Mall was Dude. like your classic like uh, Street Fighter like you know punch yeah, out. Yeah, like, but but they shit. they did have like uh, the the cutting edge Mortal Kombat's. Like I remember being in line with the quarter. You know, you put your quarter on the the fucking uh, the put the screen. Down. Right. <laughs> But no, don't don't fucking uh, you know put Harbor Mall down. Like their fucking their arcade was pretty legit. Like I know there were others out there, but Harbor Mall, like we do. I remember like going there with my mom and like trying to escape to go there and fucking play. Uh, you know, I, I remember I used to whip your ass in Tron all uh, all the time. I don't remember um, that at all, but I'll whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Samurai Showdown. I would fucking teach you a couple things. You know. You probably did beat me in that. <laughs> <laughs> and you have, actually, have to, to the knack. Whenever I come in bragging about being good at a fighting game, I'll like, practice for like two years, and I'm like, I get all these fucking moves down. In comes Brian, <laughs> like he's just learned it five minutes ago, and he whips my ass somehow. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just button mashing and shit. <laughs> no, but um, one, I'm actually going back and forth because like I don't have any fighting games on my top five. I don't um, think I there honestly but uh, one almost made it there and i'll discuss that like when it's uh you know when i go into the honorable mentions but i'm sorry go ahead oh yeah so the the real reason so altered beats beast fun game we've had our fun times with it but the real reason i mentioned it is because of the great memory i have of halloween 1989 uh-huh. um which was right after I, I believe in august 89 is when the genesis was released and you guys, I believe so. Yeah, you guys uh, got it soon thereafter. Like almost. Dude, we we were we were like on the waiting list. Like I remember, <laughs> like my mom had it on fucking layaway or something. Yeah, <laughs> like at Kmart. So it, yeah. it, it took a like it took a little bit more convincing for me to get finally get mine. Like I had to convince somebody to rob me of my comic collection. But uh, <laughs> besides that, um, so yeah, I still had the master system at the time. So I felt like you know completely, you know, inept at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah so i remember uh that halloween we would still like uh get dressed up and go fuck around and whatever on halloween night uh-huh. and we ended the night off like going back to um your apartment mm-hmm. and we in the projects in the projects i didn't want to you know throw i was gonna leave that to you <laughs> your choice to mention that, so <laughs> well, dude. Like, if you think about it, for you to like, uh, you know, because we used to walk back then. Sometimes yeah. we get rides, you know, by our parents or whatever. But like, for you to venture into the projects to like play the fucking, you know, the the Genesis or whatever. Like, thinking about it now, you know what I mean. But yeah, like, like that's we were yeah, kids, or whatever. Like you know? normal everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. So, yeah, so I just remember, like, that night going back, eating, eating our, like, fucking candy and everything, and mm. playing Altered Beast, because I think your mom was working, like, the late shift again, probably, so we had, yeah. like, place to ourselves. 
yep. and just playing fucking Altered Beast until God knows when on Halloween night that first yeah. year. Yep. And that was that was like I I have to have this system. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that too. I remember that night. Like, like we we just played. Like, we didn't. We never beat the game, but like, we were just like it was brand new, and we were just playing that till like the wee hours of the morning or whatever. Yeah, was awesome. that was a good memory. That one. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so what are you, what are you thinking for your uh, your first pick? I'm gonna go with um, a game that came out in 1990 on the okay. Sega Genesis that I ended up beating, um, and this is. I'm looking at my list right now. This is my only RPG because you know I've never really been into RPGs or whatever. Mm. Um, but I, I remember beating it. I remember actually asking you guys uh, a couple years ago because I forget the name of it. But the song um, at the very end of that game, um, I'm going to play it for you now. <laughs> I was like, oh good, I can try it. Yes. I don't even get to play the game. Um but no, it's a game called uh Fatal Labyrinth. Yes. Um, I fucking love that game. I, I've actually played it recently because it was like I have to like, you know, find an emulator and play it or whatever. Um but I just remember just, you know, that was the only one that I was like, I have to see this through to the end or whatever. I cannot believe you made it to the end of that. Yeah. That's yeah, that's the game. That I got for free with my Genesis when I traded away my oh, collection. Nice. nice. So yeah, well, that I, makes it sort uh, of worth it, I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at the time, it was like a cheapo throwaway game. It wasn't yeah. like one. Of the, it's not like you're getting any kind of like, you know, Sega blockbuster. Right, right, right. But it was right. so but good. I fucking love that game, dude. Like, just like how like your guys follow you around and like you get into all these different like levels and like it's just like oh my god it just discussing it right now brings me back to like when i was like playing it and and i beat it for the first time and then again it's like you don't get like a lot of uh i don't know closure like some of these other games like oh my god so you do this and you do this, whatever they live on to do this like you get this just beautiful scene of like what is it like a dragon or a bird or whatever flying through the country or whatever, or maybe it's like POV style and you're just flying or whatever. And then just the music, just like it, for me, that was like, Oh my God, I, I, I sort of uh, came to fruition in my pants. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, Can you, explain what you, mean by you, that? You, you know what I mean? Craig? Come on. <laughs> but I mean that, that was like, like you, you guys were into, um, your fantasy stars and your shining forces and all that stuff. Like that was the one that I was like, for me, it was more personal. I, I, I found sort of the same feeling later on. Uh, I think it was PlayStation with a uh, brave fencer Musashi. Mm. Um, that sort of same, of game, but completely different. Yeah. But like, for me, it just like, it, it invoked the same feeling of like, beating a game and you know seeing it all the way through and it's a smaller game like brave fence and musashi isn't like this you know shinobi game or whatever just like uh fatal labyrinth wasn't really you know a game like fantasy star or whatever you know um but for me that's just got a lot of personal shit attached to it so fatal labyrinth from 1990 on the sega genesis and by the way that's also 
So Fatal Labyrinth is actually included in that, um, I believe it's called the, the Sega Classics. It's like 20 bucks where you mm. get, um, I have it for PlayStation, it's probably available on Xbox, probably Switch too. Um, really? Yeah, it's included with that. So there's all kinds of good stuff. Actually, once you run through our list, I can probably tell you each one of those games that's included sure. on it. Yeah, They're totally. That, that, that might prompt me to like, you yeah. know. Kick my you son should. out of the way and play Fatal Labyrinth. <laughs> yeah, good luck. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, anyway, you're next. Um, so, so you know, so you're saying that? Um, would you say in video games, like the ones that you like the most, are that have uh, a soundtrack or like music that kind of moves you in it? Because uh, I, yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm really se- uh, I don't know if sensitive is the right word, but I'm really um, aware of how good the music is in some of these games uh-huh. and just takes it to like a whole new level. Okay. So on that note, I'm going to say that my next choice is, is a atomic robo kid. Which is what I was uh, trying to play for you before. It was come through all <laughs> shitty. I was just spamming, spamming the, uh, the fire button, and that's all you could hear. But uh, so I don't know when that was released because I didn't do my research at all. But <laughs> <laughs> but I remember the um, just the character design. It's like I don't know if you remember this game, but that, that was um, what on uh, what what platform was that one? That's, that's Genesis. This is all Genesis. Genesis. Oh, yeah. you, so you, you're... Because I got some Master System games on my list. Oh, I don't shit. know about you. Throw in later on that. I can. I, <laughs> I, I purposely stayed away from it. Even ones uh, that were both systems, I was like, eh, I'm going to stick with Genesis. But, yeah, um, yeah so At- Atomic Robo Kid was Genesis. It might have... I think it came out on uh, SNES also. I might be wrong. Okay. It's some other yeah. platform. But the one I played was on Genesis. Um yeah, but the, the character design is great. It's just like this weird fucking, you know, not your typical cyborg. It looks like a kid that's in a tin can or a, like a bucket mm-hmm. with a big, mm-hmm. like, uh, elephant proboscis sticking out. <laughs> sticking out <the> front. <laughs> and he kind of walks, walks like, rap, 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 rap. Yeah, 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 I remember that. But the music is so fucking good. Like, I was listening to it today, just like jamming uh-huh. out to the soundtrack and the levels. And uh-huh. also, the um, the graphics are really solid, too. Um some of the, uh, just like the lighting and stuff in it, on some of the ar- the little artifacts, it's just like a you know left to right shooter basically. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's solid, and unfortunately that one's not on any um, you know Sega collection that I've seen so far. But oh, really? I gladly pay something reasonable to pay to play that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's crazy how like. Um... Like you're a collector of these stuff, like these uh, vintage games, right? Like you actually, you go out really? of your way and you find like older systems, or you know, because I think you have like, don't you have like older systems no, uh, at, your, at your house? I oh, I, I've probably uh, you know talked a good game, like oh, I'm gonna do this. I never did. So yeah. I have like a, a PlayStation One, uh-huh. uh, a box up here, and besides that, I just have all the you know, Xbox oh. One, PlayStation Switch. 
Yeah. You know? Dude, you know, you know who would have been awesome to have on this fucking episode? I totally fucking, I just thought of this right now. Um, but John Kitley's son, Nick, like he has every single console. Uh, he's got all the game. Like he, he's a, he's a, like as it's termed, like a collector, like a video game collector yeah. or whatever. I'd love to um, do that. It's just, it, it's such a commitment in like, yeah, you know, in basement at this point. You know, I decided, I did buy, um, on a side note, I did buy a uh, a cocktail cabinet. You bought there. a cock? A uh, tail cabinet. You wait. I'm sorry. You broke up. You bought. Co- you got some cock the other night. Uh, I bought like a cocktail cabinet. Oh, a cocktail cat. I'm sorry. Full, you broke uh, up on my end. Yeah. I thought it, it looked like you were saying you you bought like a foot long cock. It was a cocktail cabinet full of cocks. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it was one of those like cocktail cabinets with um you know like a ma- like a main board basically uh uh-huh. like an emulator. um and it's got tons of arcade stuff it's like got four stick a four stick one so you can either play um on each side like an old like euro cocktail style or you can yeah, flip yeah. up side and play like it's got like your street fighters and all that kind of shit too so i did do that that was my you know that was my I mean, middle that's Honestly, like that's a little bit more than the you know the regular person that's like going out to like you know get a you know PS five or whatever you know um, yeah. So I, I would throw you in that realm of people that kind of go out of their way to collect some of these older you know games like a real lazy a real lazy version. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so is that all you got for Atomic Robo Kid? Yeah, it's uh, it's not a shared experience between us, but it's one that I that I really remember. From the Genesis days as being great, great speaking, music. Great speaking of, of cyborgs and whatnot, um, my second—I can't believe we're only on like pick two or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be episode ever. Like three out, three hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have even. I'm, I should chop the whole dancing thing off the front. Um, but uh, uh, that you've committed in the middle of a game. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> This is from 1988 mm. from the Sega Master System. I fucking fell in love. Like, if you, if you go on the interwebs and you read a lot of, like, the reviews on this game, it's not a really highly regarded game. Um, but I've, like I said, these things are personal to me. So I, be, I remember beating this game and being the only one out of the three of us that was super fucking into this game. Uh, Cyborg Hunter from mm. 1988 i fucking just like saying that out loud just brings happiness to some of my regions on my body you know what i'm saying This fucking game 
the because gra- uh, think about it, it was on the Sega Master System. The graphics were like you know two D or whatever, a uh, side scroller. But like after playing games like Zillion and things like that, which I mentioned, so I'm sure it's pro- that one's probably like you know on somebody's list. That was going <laughs> to be on the list. But after playing games like that, to see something like Cyborg Hunter. It was like full of color and full of like uh, a lot of great soundtrack, you know, score or whatever, um, and just the playability. Like just the you you go through. And I, I realize this is you know like it's it's um, a general thing when I say this, but like to go through each level and you know cut through all the uh, it was like elevators, uh, right? Like yeah, like yeah. An elevator action game almost. And I will say, like, it, it almost felt like Zillion, but like the dumb person's like version. It was of a really zo- like a really zoomed in Zillion, yes. where Zillion yeah, yeah, had yeah. these big, like, you know, expansive set pieces for each level, where you have to do all this <laughs> different shit and do codes and everything. Right, right. This right. was more like a zoomed in. Here's your dude. You know, you're yep. encountering stuff like, and bosses, yeah, mini stuff bosses, and, and other dudes, shit. and then you go and like you fight like each boss or whatever. So, like, for me. Uh, th- there was another game that I was into around the same time. I forget that game, unfortunately. Um, I know I'll remember it like after uh, uh, this, this episode or whatever, but I was really into this game, and I beat this fucking game, and I loved it. I wanna, God, now I'm like stuck on that other game. It was like Type <laughs> something or R-Type, R-type? maybe. R-type. Maybe it was R-Type. That's the shooter? Yeah, it's the yeah, big, yeah. Like- yeah. Gooey looking, like weird alien, like H.R. Geiger esque yeah. alien boss and stuff. Wasn't there like an anus in there that you had to beat too, like an R type? Um, maybe maybe that, that was my own. That was a different. <laughs> that was a video actually that you were watching. <laughs> Nothing to do with the video games at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> Cyborg Hunter from 1988. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good. Actually, your your excitement on that game kind of rubbed off on me a little bit because I also have that would have gone on the um, honorable mentions for me. But okay. uh, I have good memories of that game too, but mostly through you, which is a yeah. great segue for my next one. If Ooh. you don't, you uh, if you're Ooh. ready for this, Ooh, this I'm is a game Chris. that you owned, okay. but that I loved. Okay, because <laughs> we would kind of like I'd come over and we would like attack this game together. Uh-huh. Uh, the Immortal. was like an ea i believe yeah, EA yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it was okay. like uh, i was just gonna say electronic arts but yeah. i was like is that the same game that i'm thinking yeah. of? so it was like a it was a, a isometric view mm-hmm. like dungeon crawler i guess kind yep. of yep yep uh, i remember that game and you're this like frail old man yep and, but again like um i don't i wouldn't i don't know if i'd say the music was great the sound design for that game was fantastic i uh, think you know to to tell you the truth, like that game, like I was never super into it, but I just remember that game being ahead of its time with a lot of the elements, like yeah. you know, the playability and the mute. Like you said, not so much the score, but like just like the the character uh, sound effects and just things like that. Like yeah, I, I remember that, that was like a really cool game to play. Yeah, the the battle sounds and just yeah. the, 
like when you pick up items, like if you get if you got something good, there was like this dun, 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 like kind of score yeah. behind it. Yeah. You know? um, I think the thing with me that I ne- it never caught on with me, like it felt too much like a computer game. Because um, at the time, yeah, yeah, it was, it was. But like at the time, there were a lot of these like PC games that were coming out, and um, you know that that for me, when I when I heard EA, it was always like the sports game. Which actually, I don't have any sports games on my top five. But I have some honorable mentions, but I don't have any sports games in my top five. But anyway, I'm sorry. I have a sport adjacent game. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh... <laughs> A little, a little foreshadowing here, um, yeah. So this, but this game was great. Like, plus the it was ahead of its time as far. I'm going to say it was ahead of its time. It was as far I, as I, the I, violent I, kills and stuff. Like, I I'll believe it that. came before Mortal Kombat, where oh, everybody yeah. got into the gore craze. You know, mm-hmm. but um, how it would segue from like the isometric view, and then you'd get to you know close to the goblin or whatever, and then yeah. it would get to that battle, the the battle animations where you have this old guy just dodging shit. Yeah. God swings back and forth, and it was like the the sound of the of the monster getting hit and the old man getting hit, like yeah. hilarious. It was kind of like that altered beast sound when uh, when you die, and it was like. <laughs> and I, I remember like the movements in that game being really good too, like just the animations of it or whatever. It, like when it was you're hilarious, just the jerky <laughs> back and forth, and then you'd like whack the guy. And on, the last, <laughs> on that last hit, you know, you would get some kind of a kill animation where you know he'd like take his dagger out and just like split the goblin down the middle, and he'd slice in half. Yeah, in sure. Direction. <laughs> that was a good one. I see another one. I'd love to be able to play that now. I'd probably last for like ten minutes because. But that's not like available. Like that's that was never like a widely like you know like a hit or whatever. You know, yeah. yeah. Going from that one, I'm going to save my last. Uh, so I'm, we're down to our last three here. At least I am. I'm going to go with this one because I feel like the last two, like, are a sweet spot for you and I and Bryce. Unfortunately, he's not here. But I'm going to go with Ghost House. as a card i remember fucking that just blowing my mind that like you know you if you know we were kids so we didn't really have wallets or whatever but the fact that you could like just have a card and then stick it into a console that just fucking blew my mind and this particular game didn't really have a, an ending to it like you just played and played and played or whatever it didn't have um, much of a beginning or middle either to be fair no like honestly it wasn't it, it wasn't There's a fucking no great game yeah. okay like i'm not saying that this is like a revolution like for me, 
I just love some of the shit that like went on in this game or whatever. Like like where you would just be going from level to level and like literally level like you know, first floor to second floor to third floor or whatever. Yeah. It was and random then, like, too, right? It was super never, random. It was it was like random. it was and a then, like, it would have like these trap doors and then you would fall through and then like go into like Dracula's lair or whatever and he'd like mm -hmm. come out of his coffin and try to fucking kill you. So it has like all this like really cool stuff. And I just remember like that being one of my favorite games off of the Sega Master System, um, just because of the, it was a, it was a fun game. It was a, like the playability was easy. You didn't have to like you know whip out an instruction manual and be like, oh, I'm stuck here or whatever. Like it was just side scroller, um, super simple, no frills. You know what I mean? Like I think at the time Master System came with uh, uh, Hang On, right? It came out with Hang On and uh, something else, Safari, was, Safari yes. Hunt. Yes. So yeah, it, it came with super. Safari Hunt and Hang On. And then when we got this card game, it was like, ooh, like, you know. And plus, like, I'm a big horror guy, so it kind of, like, spoke to that taste, like, in my young mind or whatever. Um, so, yeah, Ghost House from 1986 is the shit. I don't care who's out there listening to this. If you had bad <laughs> experiences take. with this game, <laughs> fucking Ghost House is the shit. Anyway, go. You're up. <laughs> There's no topping Ghost House. The, the show ends right now. <laughs> so yeah, if we're gonna if we're throwing down some Master System games, I'm gonna use this opening okay. to go with the one you've already mentioned, Zillion. was actually so dude when you said you didn't have any uh master system games i was almost ready to just kick you off the show because that game i remember was a fucking huge one for you dude oh that was that was the very so that the christmas that i got uh master system mm -hmm. my parents had gotten me zillion just on i mean who the hell that wasn't advertised or anything you know, i think if anything was advertised at the time it was probably like the alex kid game yeah yep. the, um, i don't even remember what else from the, probably hang on, right? Super hang on. Was right, like, right. You, you had like all those like um, top tier. Like I think, uh, see, I think my memory is more steeped in the in the Genesis because yeah, Master System was like the opening of all that mm -hmm. stuff, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah. So any so Zillion was one of those you know uh, those runner ups that was they were they were never in any kind of TV commercial or anything. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. So I guess it was a game based on some kind of an anime. That never yeah, yeah. came out in the States. I had no idea the entire time I was playing it. Right. Um, but it, yeah, it was just, it was kind of a, kind of the poor man's Metroid, I guess, kind of a deal in a way. Uh, where it's this, you know, you drop down into this like labyrinth of levels mm -hmm. with a little laser gun. You can like duck 
take an elevator to different like rooms. And then once you get into each room, you have to go around to these canisters while you're getting shot at by enemy soldiers. And there's little traps in the rooms or whatever. And there's, um, I believe there was four canisters that you break open and there was a symbol in each one. So you'd have to get through the entire level, collect all those symbols, then get back to the computer, type, remember what that symbol was, type it in, which would open the door to the next level. Mm-hmm so on and so forth and it would get harder as you go down and you're actually going down to find um i think you have like you had like two teammates trapped inside of the maze by the enemy soldiers you have to get them up at which point at the end they set like a detonation device and you have to get through the entire map again to get back out on (laughs) land as that shit's exploding behind you i'm getting goose pimples thinking about it like so fun i would that that was like that that was a full-blown adventure to get through that game that's why i never even touched it like i knew you were like pot committed you were like fucking all about zillion i I remember just being your like uh your assistant like jotting down the fucking pig snout and sunglasses and all we made our own terminology for everyone like all right glasses pig snout whatever (laughs) you know yeah uh I would come home like e- almost every day after school for I don't even know how long. I would I would play that game start to finish. I would that's the only game that's my claim to fame. I'd speed run that game, yeah. so I'd sit there and take two hours after school or something, and I could <laughs> it's crazy. Speed, yeah, speed run that shit beginning to end in like two hours. I believe uh-huh. I think that was my time. I don't know. I don't I didn't keep track, but just yeah. every, every fucking day, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was it. I've actually asked, um, there's a mall next to me that has like the retro game, you know, games. Uh-huh. I've asked if they ever gotten Master Systems in, mm-hmm. like uh, very, very rarely. But I'm like, oh man, I would pick one up just to play that game again, I think, as, yeah. it, as it was intended, you know. So now as, as an older gent now, mm-hmm. would you like go through Zillion again if you had the opportunity? Like hell, beginning to end? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could see. Still, I could probably still do it. It's muscle memory. I think it yeah. would still be there. It would take right. me a few attempts, you know, to get right, it down. Right. But see, that's why I wanted to do the show because I feel like a lot of these games where like people just kind of walk by and like, oh, whatever, they're just video games, whatever. Like they mean so much to us growing up, and I think they were like building blocks to certain, you know, like for example, like with Ghost House, that was just an extension of like my budding into uh, horror at the time. And, you know, with Zillion, that was like, like what you mentioned earlier about it being from a, an anime or whatever. I, I remember that stage in our lives, we were just starting to get into like anime and stuff and discovering yeah. uh, Akira and Devilman and things like that. So that was just like another like, ooh, like this got some anime scenes in this video game or whatever. Right. So it just like it appealed to us and in, in all we these didn't different even, ways. We didn't even know our younger selves were like exposed to that shit before we got right. into all that later on. Right. Life. Exactly. I mean, like we used to watch Force Five and Voltron. Right, and, right. Uh, what was that one with the battleship Star Blazers? Star Blazers, yeah, or Battleship yeah. Yamato, or you know. yeah, that was fucking awesome. You know, yeah. Um, so Zillion, yes, as your uh, as your what's that your third or fourth pick? Uh, what are we up to? I, I'm uh, not even fucking. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep running down until they're gone. <laughs> I got I got two more on my list, so okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna save this one for last because I think this one is like a like a a gold star for all of it. Like if Bryce was here, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like we would all jump into this like uh, you know threesome. <laughs> um, my next one is Ghouls and Ghosts that oh, was yeah. released in uh, 1990 on the Sega Genesis. I remember beating that game not by myself, but like I feel like we took turns. 
um, whenever like we one of us would get stuck on a level, like Bryce would pick it up and then he would beat that level and then he would get stuck and then you would jump in and then I would like it was just such a fun game to play in that aspect. I tried playing it again recently. <laughs> so did and I. And I fucking suck. Yeah, it's on, <laughs> it's on my cocktail table. And I, especially with a joystick. Forget it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like um, I played it on my phone and then like I found an emulator for the computer which I have like a joystick thing that goes into it and like or a paddle, not, not a joystick, yeah. but it just like, I, I'm nowhere near where like, like you talked about slow. muscle memory before, like this game, I'm just like, it's out the window. Like I just, yeah. I lost it, but I remember it being such an awesome time. Like I don't know finally we, beating that game. I don't know how we got through like half of these games. Really? They were so unforgiving. Yeah. The, the smallest mistake. And you're just fucked. Start. Like I, I, I don't want to talk shit for like any of the newer games out there in case like some like you know new school person happens upon this uh, show or whatever. Because I'm sure they're like hard in whatever you know uh, version of like you know today's generation hard is defined <laughs> if as. If only there was video so they could see you <laughs> looking down your nose as you say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. The games that we were brought up on are on another kind of level. So I'm just saying that when 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 applied to something like Ghouls and Ghosts, that was a fucking hard game to beat. Um, so then, anyway, that was my um, my next one, uh, 1990 for the Sega Genesis Ghouls and Ghosts. And plus, like if you remember, it was the first time that we were in. Like, of course, like later on with Mortal Kombat, with the babalities and the friendships or whatever, like we you had this uh guy in an armor suit and then like he was like whenever he hit something he would get naked and then like something would turn him into a, like a chicken or whatever you know and like it was just like full of all these weird things and then um you remember you remember the uh the ice level on that game i i remember the you know the initial levels yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. as when you get got... later on there was a i remember the there was a fire mm-hmm. fire level I remember like it was yesterday, like that ice level gave all of us such a fucking headache to get through. Like even Bryce, I look at Bryce as probably like the best game. Yeah, out of he's the like, three of us. I, as you're saying this, I'm like, I don't remember being much help with that game. <laughs> I might have cheered <laughs> you guys on or maybe I think I think you popped before. in like in the beginning of it, like when we were like trying to play it or whatever. But yeah. like, yeah. As soon as maybe we, like we got into it deeper, you were like, "Fuck this," and you just started like playing Altered Beasts again, or whatever. But God, like I remember just going through that ice uh, stage. Like it took us forever to get through that stage, and then when we finally got into the castle, it was like, "Oh my God!" Like we beat the game after that, but it was like, "Holy shit!" Like the ice like section was like the hardest bit in this whole fucking game, or whatever. Was there like a um, lot of sliding shit in there? A lot of sliding. Yeah. Uh, there was some climbing that you had to get into and then like you had to beat the boss on that level and it was just like i remember like fucking dying multiple times on that level and just being like fuck like now we gotta like start this whole fucking thing again you know it was just Mm -hmm. awful it was just but i remember when we beat that game it was like one of those like hard fought like wins oh yeah you know so anyway your turn that's good uh i guess sticking to the platformer Uh thing Decap attack.
that bad boy? I do not remember that one. <laughs> really? That so that's probably when I when I think Decap Attack. Decap Attack. It's um, what the hell's his um, Ed D Head or something like, where he's uh he's a it's a mummy, uh -huh. with a like remo a removable skull for a head, and he would throw the removable head as his uh, as his weapon, and it's like. Uh, Frankenstein Island or something along those lines. I'm probably really like misremembering a lot of this, but um, <laughs> you know, it's. Are, a, are, are you are you sure this wasn't during the hallucinatory year? <laughs> it it might have been <laughs> right before. That might have been what got me into it. Um, <laughs> but if you if you want a like, I'm gonna say the best Sega Genesis soundtrack. Mm -hmm. That game is phenomenal. Um, you should pepper some of that in in the uh, post-production. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole f the whole feel of that game, you would dig it because it's it's um, you know completely like monster centric. You have like a right, Frankenstein right. dude and the and the the mummy and like these buzzards would fly by. Your typical like a, a ghouls and ghosts kind of feel okay. platformer. But um, I can't. It's 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 bordering on like a heavy metal soundtrack almost, like a goofy okay. kind of like candy version of a, of a heavy metal soundtrack for the Genesis cartridge. So, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that I don't remember this game. Right? I swear we've, we played it together. Maybe it'll come back to you as you watch it yeah. or something. But Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, sure like like when I'm editing this, I'm going to like find a clip of it. I'm going to be like, oh shit, yeah, like that's yeah. the one or whatever. Yeah. And the weird thing is it's, a, um, it's an Americanized version of, which I just found this out yesterday as I was looking videos of it uh, up on Google. Mm -hmm. It's it's an Americanized version of this like completely Japanese feeling. Um, had nothing to do with mummies, monsters, or anything. It's like this. It was. It's called like magical hat, and it's this little <laughs> kid with a little magical turban, turban or whatever, and he'd run around like you know punching little mystical creatures with this kind of like an Alex kid punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would come out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's amazing what they did to like Americanize it into this monster platformer. Yeah, that you know. But uh, yeah, um, that's a good one. Look that up. I will. I'm actually writing it down as we speak. So my final one mm. is a game that when we first discovered it, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. But I remember us. I remember countless occasions where I would be over your house, or you would be over my house, and this was like the game to play for like a large period of time. I'm just gonna say Sega Genesis 1991. Is when we were introduced to Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> because I'm like, like these, there's these aliens, and you gotta like build your spaceship together by finding these pieces in all these different uh, worlds or whatever. Um, but it was just so fun. It was just so fucking fun. And then like, you get the rocket skates, and then you fucking fall <laughs> down. All those different fucking, <laughs> you gotta start over. Like it was just uh, like that game 
for me, and I think I speak for the three of us. Like it was just so much fun to play together, um, and it was like one of those like I felt sad when we were done when when we beat the game, and then like I think Toe Jam Earl Toe Jam and Earl Two came out, but for me, like yeah. I think it was a better game, maybe like, but it didn't capture the magic that. I think we had yeah. with uh, with in, the initial toe jam in that moment when that game hit and the three of us were just like around for it. Yeah, we play together. It yeah. was perfect. I even yeah. they it, there's a um, I don't know if you want to call it a remaster. There's like a, there's a new toe jam and Earl game that just came out um, mm-hmm. this year or last year too, which I I bought it. I heard and played it. it. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, we should get that going again. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking of getting it for Diego, my son, because yeah. like he's into like weird stuff like that. Yeah, so, like, definitely I think still weird. Be right up his alley. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Toe Jam and Earl, tippy top of my list. Sega Genesis, nineteen ninety one. All right, so this is a good lead in too because this is another one that um, the three of us would always play. It was mostly mm-hmm. at your house because again, you own this one, mm-hmm. um, but uh, a game called Fighting Masters. That's on my fuck that dude. <laughs> that was that's on my honorable mentions. I'm gonna check it off now. But um, I, dude, I had a hard time knocking any of the other ones off of my list right. because of Fighting Mask. But I, dude, I appreciate. I mean, the fucking as, amazingness of this yeah, fucking fighting as a, game as a as a technical <laughs> fighter. Yeah, complete failure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think, if you put it up to all the other fighting games that yeah, exist in the no, world, it's not terrible. a great game by terrible. any measure. <laughs> you could totally cheese, but that's what made it so great. Like, oh, I would get so mad at you because yeah. you're like, all right, I've been practicing with with fucking Rotundo or that that dude, big blue, like jellyfish looking dude. You know, I could yeah. just move down to kill him. You know, and then like you know, Bryce and I would be playing, and uh. You would for like an hour or whatever, and then you just happen to come in the room and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to play this." I'm like, "Yeah, well, fine. This is for the championship, though." You know, <laughs> and you come in and like you would just pick that one dragon dude and yeah. just spam lightning attack over and over. There was no way around it. You would just beat everybody. <laughs> At which point you'd just be like, "Okay, I retire my championship and just yeah. get up and like go do something else," refusing to fight again so I could take cool. the belt from you completely pissing everybody else off <laughs> and then moving on to another game. But again, you know, even though we would uh, argue so much um, playing that game, great mm-hmm. memories at the time, regardless. Like, Yeah, you know, like, fuck, uh, like I said, I, I had a hard time keeping that off my top five because I remember, like, the memories of that, like, particular game. Yeah. And, like, seriously, like, I'd be hard-pressed to name any of the characters from that game, but if I see them, like, you know, like on the screen yeah. or whatever. I'm like, holy shit. Like, it brings me right back to, you know, playing that game. When we like, were kids. I, I had no idea how I just remember the name Rotundo. That just came to me. <laughs> it might be, wrong. Any research. might be wrong. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> I just remember him, the, the human, because there was like one like really mm. large sized human, because I guess there had yep. to be. Yep. And the and the dragon dude that you would just fucking spam every time that I hated. I, I remember that, the guy with the, the claws. Oh, it was like a crab dude or something. Yeah, right. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I, a great. That's a fucking classic. I played that one like not too long ago either, and um, and on an emulator, and it was yeah. I was like, wow, this is really bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like years, not, not like a long time ago, but when Film Deviant first started and I started getting into all that stuff, I was like, oh, I got this computer. Let me like download some emulators or whatever. And I remember downloading that one game, Fighting Masters. And then like, God, I think I brought it up to you and Bryce at the time. And then you were like, oh, that's fucking great or whatever. So I played it. And I was like, yeah, this isn't the same from like what I remember like back yeah. then or whatever. Like I think it had to be like in that space where the three of us were just playing yeah. and beating each other or whatever. Like that's where it, the the experience comes from. You know, it's like going back and trying to watch um, Super Fuzz now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's a great, great, funny experience or whatever. But it's just never how you remember it. You know. <laughs> um, Moving into the honorable mentions, because we're in an hour and a half into the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, it's like you get lost in these games and you could just yeah. talk forever. You know? Well, I mean, Toji and Monroe was on my list, so you knocked that off there, saving a few minutes. So that was good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to list these off and you know, maybe you want to jump in and tell me like what you thought of these games. Um, so I, honorable mentions, Altered Beast was on my list. That was on <laughs> one of your top fives. Fighting Masters. Um, I put this in as like a combination because these two games, we played the fuck out of them. Um, great basketball and, <laughs> yeah. and, and pro wrestling. Pro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was some professional shit, let me tell oh you. Oh, my God, dude. That, that was for the Master System. Yeah. But, God, that was like le- – like in terms of playability – and I think I'll, I'll throw in fucking, uh, I think there was volleyball and maybe great soccer or some shit. But I remember these two games. Like, you could fucking yeah. shoot the ball from, like, the other side of the court and hit it. Just switch time. every time. <laughs> Just, it's, and it's like, what is it? What, uh, one versus one or something? Yeah, like, yeah. Even, I don't think it was even two versus two. <laughs> and it's just this giant-headed Cabbage Patch kid-looking <laughs> NBA player. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then the pro wrestling was like the cousin same exact same thing yeah same yeah. shit like like and then like you had the chairs so you would beat yeah. the fuck out of the other guy with the chairs and everything it wasn't and then the the fucking i don't i don't yeah dude remember like the the camel clutch thing or whatever That's like where you, like you got the guy yeah have, like, exactly. there was one special move one move <laughs> Character. Oh my god! And they weren't like licensed the uh, fucking characters from like pro wrestling or whatever. These were just like random, like you know, knockoffs of like the that was the insane. actual. They weren't random. Know. They were definitely not random, but they were knockoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had that. Um, I had the Mortal Kombat series because I think it's very important to mention yeah. that because on the Genesis, um, they actually had like the gore and stuff as opposed to you know the the uh the welfare uh nintendo system um i don't give a fuck dude this is a sega centric fucking show i'm gonna put fucking nintendo down you're you're calling the nintendo like the green pepper burger uh (laughs) versus the mcdonald's burger of uh, (laughs) i'm i'm pescatarian now so i don't even know what the hell you're talking about but you know you made the eddie murphy reference uh, (laughs) well yeah okay okay (laughs) (laughs) um so anyway, Mortal Kombat I think is very important. Um, Strider, I fucking love the. Oh, yeah. That almost made my list, but I never. Um, I beat the game like once, and then I like I never replayed it. Yeah. Like some of these other games, I replayed. Strider, I love. I love the, the sound design in that one. Too. 
Yeah, it just felt very calming. Like it's mm-hmm. almost like ASMR of like video games or whatever. Kind of. Yeah. I could I could fall asleep to just somebody playing Strider right now. You it's know? little robot. When the robots like explode, it's like a peaceful little yeah. explosion. <laughs> and then like the move that he makes, it's very like it's everything. It's just like like a like a I don't know like a, a Tai Chi of video games or whatever. Um, okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> Sonic the the Sonic the Hedgehog series like yeah. to this day when I hear like the the title screen of that Sonic game like it just instantly brings me back to the like Bryce was like, it's unfortunate that Bryce isn't here because yeah, I think that would have been on his top Sonic, five yeah. like he was a huge Sonic uh, he beat all the fucking games I remember when we got Sonic World I think for um, for Dreamcast I want to say um, yeah he was yeah. just like. Yeah, that was the yeah that was the main Tamagotchi thing with the uh, yep, Dreamcast, yep. right? Yep. Um, even now, like uh, my son Diego, like he played he he played Sonic um, Sonic World, I think the one for the Dreamcast. Yeah. Um, and he was like into it, so it was like it's got that I think Sonic Adventure. Do- I think it's called maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the one. Um, but it's very enduring. Like, uh, like I think you know back when. The time of uh, Master System and Genesis, like Sonic, was the the Mario of of Sega. You know, if you want to look at it that they way, wanted him to be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I had that in my honorable mentions. Space Harrier. I remember when oh, we yeah. first fucking beat that game, and we didn't. It just like I think it restarted or something. Like we were so let down, but um, I just remember it like with the fucking multiple heads, and then like you beat yeah. like. I'm still like, not bad at that game. That, 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 oh, actually, really? Uh, yeah, it's on my again. Uh, you know, the cocktail table I got. Um, there's uh, Space Harrier and Space Harrier Two. I think's on there too. Yeah, yeah. I ran through. I was playing Space Harrier for a good hour and a half and mm-hmm. got decent, a lot further than I thought I would. <laughs> but this, I remember, that lends itself well to you know a, a wonky like joystick or whatever. You yeah, know, right. Had wild like. That flight controller in the arcades and stuff. <laughs> I remember playing Space Harrier recently, and I fucking suck. There's no muscle memory with me in Space Harrier, <laughs> so like I remember just like playing it and being like, "Oh, I fucking love this game," and I couldn't yeah. get past like the third level or whatever, and I just put it down. The big fear about it was killing you. Level <laughs> one. <laughs> um, um, a sports game that I have on here, you know, with uh, great basketball and pro wrestling, but I think. Great basketball and pro wrestling is just on another level. <laughs> yeah, and, totally and un- un- really. unfair to call them sports games. <laughs> uh, but I had NHL '94 on here because I remember playing that fucking that game was a some... lot. Yeah, yeah. we yeah, yeah. we don't eat. You don't like ice hockey, really, right? I don't like. I'm like. I I, I, honestly, like I I like the Bruins. Like, if you were to like pin me down and say, "Hey, what's your favorite, you know, sports team?" Like on hockey, like an, an NHL team or whatever, I would say the Bruins. Because, like, I remember just following them, like, through this game. Like, I remember knowing all the fucking, uh, the stars of the team, like, through this game. Like, oh, damn. You otherwise, and I otherwise, like, I, I wouldn't know, like, any of them. But I yeah. remember, like, you know, Mario Lemieux back then and all that stuff. Like, but it just, it was tied to this game. So, was I the, had to mention Rizhka? NHL 94 because it's a classic, I think. I was like, ah, no, there was a hockey player named Rajishka, I think. Rajishka, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, was there? Um, yeah, oh. yeah. He was. He was, was on the fucking up. NHL game. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. okay. That's the only, <laughs> the only reason I even know who that is is from that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, NHL '94. 
I had Kung Fu Master. I don't know if you remember oh, Kung Fu oh, Master. That yeah. that was the shit back then. Yeah, that's a good um, one too. yeah. Um, I just remember like I, I would actually out of all these games that we mentioned, I'm actually in the mood to play Kung Fu Master like right the fuck now. Like I, I want to. Black Belt was pretty good too. Now, yeah. So maybe Kung, I'm thinking of Black Belt. Yeah, Kung Fu Master was the more the dude's like upright. And you kind of like go uh, through the levels and it's, you know, kicks and punches. Kung Fu Master is more of almost like, um, uh, how do you pronounce it? Like Yayar Kung Fu or whatever, like on the Nintendo where it's like kind of like a little kid with a big head. Okay. Jumping okay. Up yeah. okay I'm, I'm thinking of Black Belt then. Black Belt is the game. Okay. Yeah. I'm Black scratching Belt. fucking Kung Fu Master off my list. Yeah. Well, Kung and Fu I'm kid. writing Kung Fu Black kid. Belt. Yeah. Kung Fu Kid. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. I don't know why the fuck I, but right. Black Belt. I just yeah. wrote it on my honorable mention list yeah. here. Um, that's I'll, the game. I'll write the ship, Brian. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but Black Belt, that was the fucking... Yeah, amazing. that was Shinobi. I, I, Shinobi, right? Yeah, Shinobi. yeah. And, and I remember, like, uh, some of the fucking... Um, like, the, the little talismans and shit, like, from that game. You remember that? I don't remember the intricacies. I just remember the really stiff dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a really bad animation. Well, like you're 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 you you're basically like standing there, and all these like kung fu guys are running at you, and you're just like kicking them off the fucking thing or whatever. As a, as a matter of fact, real quick story, okay, uh -huh. and I just remembered as you said this. So the the year I got the master system, I think it was that following January or something. I mm -hmm. I was homesick, really uh -huh. bad cold or whatever. I was I would get so furiously mad as only a kid can uh -huh. at, lo at losing on black belt <laughs> where I can rem so this actually happened and I don't know how this happened. Uh -huh. So I was playing black belt and I lost and in a fit of rage I punched the CRT TV that uh, <laughs> oh my god I was playing it on. I punched the TV, the TV blacked out and my master system broke. It must have been some kind oh my of god. Uh, it must have been some kind of power surge or something. <laughs> and I don't know if I ever told my mom uh, to this day, but uh, I'm like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> the master system broke, you know, that I got for Christmas. I was like all upset and shit. Yeah. She was, she was a trooper. <laughs> we had called around to like every Toys R Us in the area or whatever to see if they got master systems back in stock because they were out of stock of them. That first, yeah. That first. Yep. Uh, she finally found one. Went there with the broken system, and he's and she's like, I don't know what you guys are trying to sell me. <laughs> this shit broke like a month after we got it and stuff. They completely switched it out, gave her a brand new master system, and I just uh, went on after that. So oh, wow. yeah, so I yeah, I, I I could never recreate me punching a TV, the TV going black. The TV came back to life afterwards, though. Yeah, the master system completely died at that point. I wonder if, like, it was some kind of weird spike surge thing that just, like, killed the fucking Master System. It's crazy. I, I, it's probably the Hadouken that I, uh, <laughs> I shot out of my fist. Shot, <laughs> shot out of your ass, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, I just remembered that. That was the game that pissed me off that much. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, dude, it was, like, the most infuriating game. Because, oh. like, on the one hand, it was fun to play, but it was, yeah. like, God, it got so hard, like, towards the later uh, levels or whatever. Yeah, I won't revisit that one. <laughs> uh, but that's the game that I would love to, like, you know, just, like, play oh, again yeah. for, like, Appreciate nostalgia sake or whatever. Um, I got uh, technically three left, but I grouped uh, two of these in one because I think they were equally as fun when, when we were growing up playing these games. 
I grouped uh, parlor games that was and and California California games. games. I wondered if that was going to come up. <laughs> I just remember playing the fucking shit out of these oh, games, God, like, especially so these two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got and I remember recently I sent you, I texted you guys a photo of the little bunny girl, like the girl dressed as a like a Playboy bunny, oh, like parlor in, games. In the, yeah. yeah, in the billiards thing. And Bryce was like, "Where's that from?" Or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But uh, I don't know why it's yeah. making me tingly. <laughs> Bring me back to my. <laughs> Trust me, I, I fucking I delved into the black the the dark web or whatever to no, look for no, nude okay. photos of, <laughs> of the parlor games girl. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole new level of weirdness right there. <laughs> um, I'm going to end my uh, honorable mentions list with Streets of Rage, um, because I remember like. Uh, you guys uh, were into the newer version that just came out or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I got to me, free, it came free with Xbox Game Pass, too. So it was like a no brainer. Oh, nice. And it's pretty nice. solid. Pretty yeah. solid. But I remember Streets of Rage being like a big one, like back then in the yeah. Genesis years or whatever. But uh, that's that's all I got on my list. Well, you, I'm going to throw, uh, I had one more on here, and it's probably not one that you played because it was an RPG. Uh huh. Uh, but again, like uh, again, this is the uh, the only game that I've ever purchased and then stayed up for almost forty eight hours straight. Put it in, could not stop playing it because I was so into it. Uh-huh. And it was it was it must have been during the summer where I didn't have school, obviously. Um, uh-huh. Stayed up through the night almost twice. Played this fucking thing beginning to end, and it was amazing. Shadow Run for um, Genesis, based oh, wow. on the uh, yeah. So uh, based on the role playing game, where there's uh-huh. it's basically you know you probably know the Shadow Run premise. It's kind of like right. a, a demonic feel, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a version of uh, Shadow Run for the Genesis and also for the SNES. Genesis one, in my opinion, far superior. Yeah, so good. See, um, I, I was I was never really into the RPG games. Like, I'm I'm actually surprised you didn't like in this whole uh, Sega 60th anniversary adventure. You didn't once mention like Fantasy Star or Shining Force. Um, well, you forget the be- the best one that I missed was Miracle Warriors. <laughs> Miracle Warriors. I, know, like... I think I still have your um, your map that oh, you know, we, we we attacked that one together. Where you know. You'd write down all the clues, and you were like sitting there bored as yeah. all hell. Yep. Because yep. uh, I was playing, so you just like <laughs> created this fantastic illustrated map as you were sitting there bored. All the <laughs> all the clues and directions that I got from playing. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that piece of paper somewhere, actually. Saved. Dude, that's that's awesome. Um, <laughs> there's another game too. There's a fighting game. I forget. Like, um, God, I'm like I'm terrible with titles, but. There was a fighting game that came out for Sega that had like the the drunken guy, and then it had like the the Tai Chi fighter, and um, it was like real blocky, but their animation was pretty fluid. You remember that game? I, I'm forgetting fighting. Uh... Well, I mean, later on on the on the PlayStation, there was. Uh... Am I thinking PlayStation? Yeah, you're thinking of like Battle Arena Toshinden. No, 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 blocky no, no. like as in polygons or. Yeah, kind of like. Like in the beginning, they were like polygons, but then they turned into like actual legit, like three D players or whatever. Uh, Virtual Fighter. 
Oh, Virtua Fighter. Okay, yeah. 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 Well, see, that was Saturn, though. Right, was, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, well, technically, okay, so technically you're right, because I think they did have a version of Virtua Fighter for the 32X. Like, that okay. thing was just running super hot trying to keep up with that cartridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, actually, the, uh, the... I take that back. The version of Virtua Fighter, I think, on the Genesis, mm -hmm. or 32X or whatever didn't have the polygons. It was a sprite-based version of it, completely different feel than Virtua Fighter, yet they still okay. called it Virtua Fighter. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. back like when it was finally released on the Dreamcast, mm -hmm. whole new, like, like whole yeah. different like game, you know? Um, so that one, I, I, I'd be remiss to like not mention fucking... Um, I'd be remiss to mention the one that I can't remember. <laughs> well, I'm going to jump in with one more fighting one while you're thinking. I, I'm uh, sure it's probably going to be the one that I'm thinking. Oh, well, later on in the life cycle, uh, we got uh, Eternal Champions. Eternal Champions, yeah. Pretty sick, too. That was a good mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. um, was fighting games. Joe Boy. Higashi. Joe Higashi. <laughs> the Joe Higashi game. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't even be called Fatal Fury because it's all about Joe Higashi. <laughs> but I remember like like taking turns with all those characters and like I forget who like out of you and Bryce, but somebody was deadly with Joe Higashi. Oh, that um, was probably me. I'm, I'm yeah. nasty with him. I don't that yeah. wasn't the uh that I think that was I think it might have been on Saturn too. They had some good fighting yeah. games on there. PlayStation. Yeah. 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 Um my my fighter was always uh my for obvious reasons, I, I uh, <laughs> no, but I was pretty good. I was yeah, no, she's a so, she's solid. I, she's definitely in my top five characters um, in a King of Fighters game. You know, usually, me bouncy. It actually so what she's me bouncy saying is um, me bouncy something about uh, me bouncy you know, something about like Japan is number one, but it comes out sounding like me bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, number one is Ichiban. Oh, I don't know, man. That's <laughs> stuff I saw like on Facebook. Probably don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can go into like another like hour on just fighting games. That's why I kind of kept a lot of them off because like mm. fighting games. I think with the three of us, with you know, um, they were pretty special with us because like once you start getting into like Street Fighter. And then Tekken and all those games. It's like, you know, obviously different consoles or whatever. But I just remember, like, a lot of the experiences, like, you know, even with Mortal Kombat. Like, I think we had a lot of shared experiences with, like, those particular fighting games, you know. Yeah, we might have, um, to, for uh, we might have to force that third party into one of these. Uh, yeah, like, I, I think, yeah. like, especially with the fighting games and yeah. the RPG games. Like, he was super big yeah. with, with all that stuff. So I think we're going to have to do, like, a part two. To this show and yeah. try to force him in you know just make just uh make us sound really cool on this one so he gets jealous and then there I, you I go I'm, I'm gonna like i'm gonna bump up the levels i'm gonna fucking put some like crazy music and you know edit all this cool get some stuff. guests get guest stars to come into this like later on <laughs> like <laughs> um but anyway that's all i got for this uh, episode yeah i think we rounded up my list pretty well too um yeah, yeah. so um Thank you for coming on and uh, sharing in all this video game glory for the 60th anniversary of Sega. You know, yeah. Hey, it was, it. it was my pleasure. I'm I'm actually kind of curious to see um, 
you know, if you have any haters uh, that pop on, like, hey, you didn't mention this game, or you didn't mention this game. I always like seeing that. Like, oh, shit, I missed that one. You know, it's maybe shit we, did, we completely didn't think of, you know, that we might have played. Literally three people. Three people are probably going to listen to this show. Yeah. Well, I, I really want to know what those three people have to say about our pigs. <laughs> I'm sure there's a like there's a bevy of titles that we missed. Oh yeah, know, but yeah. but you know, like in research for this, like the you know, like I, I didn't know that Sega was uh, invented by these two like Americans. You know, like so I've always thought it was like steeped in Japanese lore and all that stuff. You know. So what is what? Where did the um the service games thing come from? What do they do originally? Originally, um, they started up uh, Sega as like a coin-op game for like these amusement, like almost carnival games or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then they uh, they supplied a lot of the games like for war or whatever. And then um, really games for war. <laughs> Yeah, like, well, for, like, people that were stationed abroad, like, you know, so that for oh. them to have stuff to do, like, on their bases or whatever, gotcha. like, they would, you know, they had, like, a special niche for that kind of stuff mm. or whatever. Um, and then, like, I think going into the 70s, like, I think this, um, they, Sega was, the Sega name was made in 1960, but going into the 70s, that's when they sort of redirected into, like, computer stuff, and it wasn't until 1983 when they entered, like, the whole console war or whatever, you know? Okay. Um, so, yeah, very interesting to, like, find all that stuff out. Because back then, like, we were just interested in the Master System and fucking Genesis when that came out. And we were, like, just stoked on that stuff. So to go back further, it was like, oh, my God, I, I didn't know that, you know, it was actually, I think, developed in Honolulu, of all places, um, hmm. Hawaii. So, yeah, fucking Sega. <laughs> nice. I'm always uh, kind of like made fun of by my um, my, my video game pals as the <laughs> weird the weird kid that owned the Master System. So I wear that badge with honor, dude. <laughs> in, in this world now, where it's just Nintendo, uh, Sony, and Xbox, like those are the three major guys that are you know pumping out all these uh, console games or whatever. Like to bring up Sega, like really only the true. And I'm just gonna go ahead and say this because I'm not really a big video game head or whatever but the true fucking fans of video games will know what like sega is and things like that because sega i've, I've always felt like they have a very important place like in video game history you know it's just unfortunate that their road turned into like whatever it turned into you know <laughs> yeah and that's why that's why Bryce didn't want to come on the show because he fucking hates Sega. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it i don't get it i want to hear uh i want to hear like a half hour essay from Bryce, but <laughs> why he thinks that they wronged him. I'm pretty sure he's going to listen to this episode. So, just for you, Bryce, we're calling you out. Yeah, we're like, calling to you out. Come on the show and talk about your hatred for Sega. <laughs> anyway, Craig, um, thank you for being on Film Deviant. Thank you, sir. Um, I hope to have you on once more for, like, you know, uh, another visit down memory lane. Yeah. Um, uh, any anything you want to point the <laughs> listeners to? Anything I want to point the listeners to? <laughs> I'm not doing a whole lot of podcasts like on my own these days. <laughs> oh my god! No, no but like I, I just want to throw this out there. You're an amazing artist, and you know, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'm long hiatus, but uh. 
Yeah. I've been, I've been doing a couple of things recently. It's might start to trickle back. I hope so. You know, because you, you, you're, you're super talented. Your, your painting actually still hangs up on my son's wall of, uh, the monkey King. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like I just, uh, I hope that you get into it because you're super talented. Hey, by the next time I, I do another podcast with you, maybe I'll have something worthwhile to share. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. But anyway, I, I'm not sure what I have planned for the next show. I think I have another couple of guests uh, that are going to be on. Uh, so tune in for that. Um, as always, thank you, everybody, for listening, for downloading, for sending all these great reviews. I really appreciate it. And until next time, I love you guys. Take care of yourselves and each other. Right. On three, ready? Three, two, one. Okay, there, party people of the universe of the world. Okay, <laughs> on three. <laughs> how do you? <laughs> my do my you... sign on my sign on is party people. I've been using it like on every well, show. So if I would have known. It's just well, it's just generic. It's stupid. Yeah, and, no, you know, would have fucked it to do today. But... <laughs> so, okay, all right. <laughs> Oh my! Can you just let me have my thing, oh, and then fine. we can move into our thing? Go ahead. This is crazy. Yeah, okay, this is your this is your space. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just here as a guest. Go ahead, do your thing. <laughs> oh my god! Whew. Okay, work it out. All right. <clears throat> okay, can you stop that shit now, please? <laughs>